Hello, my lovely, lovely friends, and welcome to a new podcast episode for the Rising with Love podcast. I hope you had a beautiful day so far. You had a beautiful morning, beautiful afternoon, whatever time it is at yours, whatever time it is that you're tuning in here. And just because, before, because, before we're starting, we're doing the usual. So just find yourself a comfortable position. Maybe you want to sit cross-legged on the floor and maybe you just want to make it comfy. Even if you're driving a car right now or you're like somewhere, just become aware of your breath and take some deep breaths down in your belly. Feel your belly rising, feel your chest expanding up to your throat. And let it all go just as the same way as it came in. And once more, Take a deep breath in and let it go with a sound. <sighs> Doing that one more time, wherever you are. Just tune into your body. Take a deep breath into your belly. Feel your belly expanding. Feel your belly rising. And whew, let it all go. Well, my friends, I have been really nervous in creating this podcast episode today. And I, to be completely honest as well, I have no idea what I'm going to tell you yet because I am pretty much creating now from the spot. And I'm just going to see where I flow and whatever wants to be expressed for me. I'm going to call this episode my outing because this is it, what it's all going to be about, the reason why I haven't been active anymore the last three months in social media is what I have been doing in the meantime and just in general what has been happening in my life. So it's a tiny bit of an update and so a tiny bit of a um, storytelling session. <laughs> Therefore, buckle up in your chair. I'm going to buckle up in mine and just going to make it myself a tiny bit more comfy. And let's go a tiny bit on a time travel to be completely honest like what I have to say now is like something which still isn't really easy for me to share and it's not coming easy over my lips because it feels like a huge failure in first place and secondly as well there's so much pain still hiding after those words so basically what happened in my life is that Alex has separated himself from me a couple of months ago and it was a pretty bad separation on itself like I was in Perth for a couple of days and he was separating from me while we were in the hotel room and then decided that we gonna have an open relationship but since we already tried an open relationship and I came to the conclusion for myself that I don't want to have an open relationship anymore. I called him and then a couple of days later we broke up and it's just been a real journey since then because I truly feel and felt like a part of me was dying and it is still dying in every single day. And it is, and a part of me is getting reborn. So it's like a really exciting and scary time at the same time. And I can only recall 
what has been happening for me so far was a truly magical journey that I have been sent through and I've been I kind of felt like I was packing my backpack and I was like <laughs> telling to myself like okay let's go on an exploration to hell and then I was like just going to hell and I found some souvenirs and I got some souvenirs out of hell with me as well so yeah, it's been a true, true discovery. And during this time as well, the crazy things happened to me. Like I really, truly felt like I died. It's insane. Like in the same time, so beautiful to have an experience of death and to really observe a um, part of your mind, a part of your entire identity, an entire um, imagined kind of self just dying it's beautiful to witness and beautiful as well to experience and it allowed me growth in so many so many levels I'm like actually wondering right now where I should start because like uh, it's been such a crazy time I honestly don't even know how I can put that in words like I don't even know where to start so maybe I'm just gonna come down for a second and take a breath and see where the universe wants to guide me. So I think the biggest learning I had in this entire time period of the last couple of months is that it's all about serving and it's serving the highest purpose and serving to your highest good, like giving everything you can and giving yourself to the universe. But then I kind of realized that I can't serve others to my fullest potential if I'm not serving myself to my fullest potential. And that kind of was the start of this entire journey. So I'm making a lot of prayer nowadays that my thoughts, words and actions are going to contribute to the freedom and happiness of all. And that is including my own freedom and my own happiness as well. And it was so funny because I'm not drinking nowadays anymore. I'm not smoking cigarettes. My caffeine consume has been gone down to maybe around three coffees, four coffees a week. <laughs> I'm not watching Netflix as much. I'm like basically, I'm I feel like I'm completely clean. Even in my diet, it's become so healthy compared to what it was before. Like it is almost insane how pure my life became in the way of how I'm living it and how I'm expressing it but in the same time what as well because like I took off social media and I'm just like by myself you know just sitting with my emotion and it's so insane like so insane for myself to observe how many emotions of mine I was suppressing over so many years and in yoga we are calling that samsara <clears throat> and some samsara are like stored energies in your body and they are like bubbling up for you to be dissolved and we're either we're like um, <laughs> creating new samsara in every single moment that we are living and we can create good samsara we can create bad samsara but even good samsara sometimes can lead to bad samsara for example like if you are in a relationship that you really admired and you were so happy and then after time period 
you start to come in a relationship which isn't like that and then you just feel like constantly this craving of like ah oh, and back in the days everything was so good or even in your own relationship you know been in your own relationship and you had good times and you have bad times and when you have bad times you're just thinking about the good and you're basically aborting the present moment of how it was um, and you're pressing away emotions you don't want to feel them and like it's getting so painful and you're like no I can't like so everything that you weren't ready to face back in the days basically as well trauma experience are just stored in your body and they're just going to be relived until they're completely dissolved and Eckhart Tolle as well talks about it as the pain body and so it has just been like this ama amazing magical journey of really becoming so close with my pain body and becoming so comfortable with being in this pain and like seeing this entire beauty of not being beautiful and this entire beauty of just being surrounded by your own darkness and having all those intense emotions and how they bring themselves to expression. And for those of you who have been listening to my um, podcast episode together with Love Ness. She is explaining that in a really beautiful way about the divine anger and divine rage or something like that. <laughs> and that's basically the practice that I have been doing since then. Because what Alex did when he left me is he just ripped open this huge abandonment abandonment wound that I had from my dad from my dad leaving me like first of all he left me physical multiple times when I was a younger when I was a child just left me with strangers for example and like this is a really important thing that I just want to call out here I'm not saying all those things because I want to bring a bad light on anyone I'm literally just talking from my own experience and how I perceived it and I am a hundred percent certain, I a hundred percent would sign that, that the other individual that I am talking about, regardless if that's Alex or if that's dad or whoever has their own perception and they're a hundred percent right in their perception. So there is no wrong and there's no right because each of us has their own level of consciousness and that level is perfect. You are exactly where you need to be and you do not need to be any further or any backwards or like there is no wrong or right here. We are all just evolving in our own spiritual level and having different lessons to learn. And as said, like there's no wrong or right. There's just the things how it is. And I can only talk about what my energies that I can experience within my physical form are translated to in words so <laughs> just to bring that down when I'm using those words it's literally just me translating energy fields that I can observe within my body and it came all out because <laughs> well I didn't really found a new partner I'm not sure if I would want to call him a partner but yeah Ryan and I were living together and we're currently sharing life with one another although we're planning our future with each other in this present moment. We're uncertain of how we're going and where we are going. So it is just all an experience on its own, which is still really open. And there was one night where I was in a meditation of his. And just because now as well, I'm standing in Swami's for such a long time. Um, it really feels like a safe place for me. And I even said that a couple <coughs> a couple of days ago to Ryan or weeks ago that 
now that I'm standing here, I really feel like the first time that I'm not in survival mode since a really, really long time. Because even when I was with my dad staying in Germany, you know, it was really uncomfortable for me because he was drunk so many times and so often and it just completely always brought me in this space internally of I'm not safe here this is not safe for me to be here like even to that point as well because I couldn't lock my door that I was like just tense you know it's like an animal when it freezes like it's just standing there and it's tensing completely all together and we just can't let go of this energy inside of us but it's just getting stored and just when our, when we're really starting to feel safe in our body and our system, all those stored emotions are starting to come and bubble up because they feel like now you have the space and the capacity to actually see, feel and hear them and give them room and place to be fully expressed and fully registered. <sighs> wow, I as well feel like I was rushing that a tiny bit as well because I wasn't sure if Ryan is standing in front of the door. Um, just right now I wanted to come in the room that made me feel a kind of bit uncomfortable I don't know if you know that feeling but it's not really nice to talk about another person without them being there <laughs> being there I feel about that in general about everyone I'm talking about and I made a tiny bit of a loop there how <laughs> much I just wanted to authentically express how I'm feeling so this is a practice that I'm doing nowadays to really authentically expressed in every moment this is how I'm feeling this is what I'm thinking <laughs> and this is what it makes me want to do it actually wanted made it made me wanted to uh, stop this uh, podcast episode and start again but it's ridiculous so I'm not gonna do that so re that was my heater just heating up myself because I'm getting a tiny bit cold and I lost it there I am so sorry where was I Alex <clears throat> I was in that, yeah, I was in the meditation with Ryan as well because I experienced Ryan as a really safe place where I can really train um, verbalizing my emotional states. And that's as well something which I find why he has been sent into my life because it wasn't really my intention, neither was it my goal or something that I wanted to find another person after that with Alex happen, happened. It was just something which really happened organically and even on the night where everything started to come in a row I remembered us having a conversation Ryan and I of being like oh no we're gonna let this be and then just the complete opposite started to happen so it was nothing that I was planning it was nothing that I was intending I was really wanting to focus on myself but what I learned as well is that each of us, we're just having our own beautiful individual path and it is really up on us to follow that individual path and that individual beauty. And it might look completely different than what the norm of society tells you. And then I as well had like this discussion with myself, you know, a lot of times like, is this okay what I'm doing? And I'm coming up, like, guilt, like coming up the feelings, emotions of guilt and shame and like, all of that, especially as well, because I'm still processing, uh, processing a lot of this separation. And it's not, it wasn't, a, a, you know, a tiny separation, but it was a big one. There's so much happening in my life <laughs> right now. And I feel like I'm working on 3,000 different construction sites. And it's just so crazy and beautiful at the same time. And it offers so much growth. And I'm beyond grateful that I have this opportunity 
and Ryan has been sent in my life to just practice that because he is so amazing in supporting me and talking and speaking my truth in the sense of he's not taking it personal he's listening to me and he as well as supporting in me like speaking it out and saying it and it was something that I as well found that I haven't done in the past to completely be honest towards another person because I always was so scared um, of losing someone I was so scared of, of losing someone and and I don't know as well getting people mad of me, at me or having people around me who don't like me then anymore or like people abandoning me you know and it comes all back to this abundant wound that I had from my dad because my dad just wasn't really conscious when I was a child and as well he was and like had alcohol issues a really long time already and especially when his alcoholism started to become really really intense he wasn't there anymore emotionally physically he just completely abandoned me he he didn't came as a dad anymore and I completely ignored that wound for such a long time and I was so numb about it like I didn't felt anything towards my dad neither did I felt anger nor did I felt sadness nor did I even felt deep love like it was just so numb and Alex just really opened up that wound and I figured that out <laughs> coming back to that point when I was in a meditation and I just felt like this huge anger in front of me and this anger that came because Alex and I had a conversation and it's I don't want to talk too much about it because I really want to make clear that this is not what it is about it's not about Alex it's about my dad it all just came circling down back straight to source which was my dad back in the days like my dad caused this wound and I wasn't my med meditation I was like what's behind this anger like just show me what's behind this anger and bam I saw this like huge sadness that started to arise and bam I saw a picture of me being a child and me looking for my dad and bam another picture came of my dad leaving me alone with some strangers and for the first time in my entire life and I talked about this in the mother wound as well in the episode of the, of the mother wound I started to see my pain And I always played that down, you know, for, for so many years. I was like, yeah, my dad left me alone with strangers. Blah, blah. But then I started in that meditation to actually really realize like I was six years old and I was left behind with strangers for multiple hours until my dad came back and I didn't knew those people. And I saw all of a sudden small Laura again being in the public, in the public bath, waiting for her dad, looking for her dad, feeling scared, feeling insecure, feeling left behind. And it's, was just horrible it was really really horrible and then there were like other situations starting to come and it wasn't a public meditation and I cried like crazy it didn't stop anymore it was just ongoing and ongoing and ongoing and it was like crying like a waterfall really like it was so intense and then Ryan left for two weeks and I was alone by myself and those two weeks they were like hell they really really were like hell and it came so much anger up and so much frustration and so much sadness and all of a sudden everything started to connect to it, to one another and it was like I saw this puzzle just 
coming in my mind to, to get her. And I was like, this is so huge. Like I felt like blown out of my head. And like I would completely understand this deep lying sadness within myself that I always felt. And just like, I felt like I came to like one of the really core sources of healing. And I, I felt as well gratitude for Alex to like showing me that and like bringing that up into my awareness and allowing me the space to that so I I processed through it <laughs> sober completely sober with the most intense emotions I've, I felt since I maybe was a teenager I, I I was screaming in my room I was smashing on the bed with my fists I had fists and I was literally like screaming and just smashing in the bed smashing in the bed I took the pillows I screamed in the pillows I, I made a lot of aesthetic dances so how I'm working nowadays a lot with music as well in my breathwork sessions that I'm guiding. I'm really creating journal, like journeys, which are like having like a peak and then having like a fall again and energetic and like in, in just in the energy field. So I created an abandonment wound playlist for myself, which was one and a half hours. And I just danced it out and I screamed it out and I screamed more and I cried more and I screamed more and I cried more. Up to this point where I'm still feeling a lot of emotions that are coming, but I felt I feel like the, the biggest intensity really started to come, like came out of myself already, and it's just it feels insane. It feels like I'm so grateful. I'm not even sure what I can tell you, my friends, because this has been the most craziest journey so far I've ever been in my entire life. And it's just me processing my own emotions that I abandoned <laughs> because in the end, like I abandoned myself every single time I said yes to things that I didn't want to do. Plus on top of that, I had like super crazy and weird dreams as well following me along. So like I felt like I'm like on, if you ever had an LSD trip, I did. I had three in my life. Um, let me lie, maybe even four, but I think it was three, yeah. Doesn't matter, does it? No, four, ha, sorry. It feels like I'm, I'm, on, I'm on LSD, it feels like I'm on psychedelics in a natural state of mind, like I'm, I'm not taking anything, I'm just myself, but this is how I feel, I don't know how to describe it at all. Like I spent time in the forest, I saw the forest brief, like it sounds like <laughs> the first time I was sitting in the forest, it was like after Alex separated, I was sitting there, I became so still, I was so still within myself that I just could feel all the energy moving, there were no thoughts, there were no emotions, there was just this vastness of space that I can observe within myself. And just just sharing my experience here. And I looked in the forest and I saw the forest breathing and then the thoughts started to arise and I was like, so we're seeing the forest breathing now. Because that's the point where we're losing it. <laughs> and then it continued on. And even when I started to listen to music, I came in this really deep, intense meditative states. Or now as well, when I'm teaching my yoga classes or my breathwork classes, sometimes I close my eyes and I just see those bright lights coming up in front of my eyes. Or I feel like the entire energy of the room, I felt like I became so sensitive and and as well in the beginning, when Alex and I separated, it felt like um, Alex, like someone has cut it, uh, 
piece of sand sack from like a sand sack yeah from my balloon and I just started to really fly high like and it was like what the fuck is, what the fuck's happening and the same time as well I got approved for like I, I applied for a scholarship with Eckhart Tolle to become a teacher of present and I got approved and instead of thousands of dollars I only had to pay 99 euros and like it was it was so like everything just fall in place and it was the most magical dance and the weirdest thing that ever happened in my life and as I said I had a lot of ecstatic dances I screamed out so many emotions I felt them all I processed them and I'm so strong and I'm so, so proud of myself for being so strong and for not running away from these emotions, but for really allowing myself to face them. And um, in one of the meditations we had as well, I was like lying there and it was a visualization meditation back in the days with Kevin and he was calling in the angelic realm. And um, in my meditation, I don't know how, how else to say that, there was like an angel sitting next to me. <laughs> in my in the front of my third eye sitting next to me planting a lotus seed in my chest putting his hands over my chest and this lotus seed started just to blossom up in my chest and I was looking down it was all in a violet flame and then the angel just told me everything's going to be okay and wrote me 2222 like the number of you in the right place in the right time the right time on my collarbones and I was like coming out of that meditation I was like what what the fuck <laughs> what the fuck is happening <laughs> this is so intense <laughs> like yeah like this is what, how I'm feeling in general like this is like what's like what the fuck you know like when you experience those things all of a sudden and just how I think about those things, like um, I see angels as, as well as energetic fields that are surrounding us at one place, but as well as part of ourselves because nothing is separate, no, and everything, the all is one and the one is all. It's one of the four laws. For those of you who don't know them, number one is you exist. Number two, what you give out is what you get back. Number three, the all is one and the one is all. And number four, everything is always changing apart from the first three laws. Um, so that happened and then there was another meditation as well with angels and again they gave me like a they gave me like a white rose and the white rose started to blossom and then they draw the the symbol of unconditional love and then Ryan was there as well just standing towards me like facing myself and like having his hand on my heart and that was all he did and I just felt my chest opening my heart opening and that's a journey that I've been on <laughs> until like it's like insane <laughs> and then I'm, I'm listening as well to the Curse of miracles um for those of you who didn't I don't know it, it's a really great book as well and they've been saying was it the Curse of miracles or I can't, I can't remember anymore since I'm in his training right now as well they've been saying that you know for a normal mind all of that for a normal ego and ego is the identification with thinking and emotions this all just sounds entirely insane but that's just because the ego doesn't want to see that him itself is insanity so it's like <laughs> yeah it is like the ego is insane it's like everything we're doing in this world is just insane I mean like really like it's, <laughs> it's like if you look at it it's like ah what are we doing we're like little, literally like little toddlers like it's it's like ah, 
so, so <laughs> oh, it's so much fun. And there still is a lot of anger there, but you know, coming to the third law of Bashar, or the second law, sorry, the second law, what you get out is what you get back. So for me, I feel it as abundant. I got abundant, but because I'm getting that all the time and I saw that in a pattern of my relationships, like every two years, I'm in a relationship two years and then something happens and I get abandoned, like they cheat on me or they betray me or just like Alex. Now, Alex has reasons actually to leave me. They were more than reasonable and I'm actually celebrating him for being so strong and standing up for himself and just deciding that he first had to learn how to love himself truly. And I admire that about him. And I really do wish him all the best in that task. And I hope that wherever he is, he is the most happiest version of himself. Although I still have a lot of anger within myself, but it's not towards him I know it's just towards my dad actually and eventually it's towards nobody because it's an, an like a collective pain body that's just going around so many of us have been abundant from our parents but what we get out is what we get back so some part of myself was still abandoning itself and it's so true there are still those parts that I was completely hiding from public there were still those parts that I was hiding from my parents and there are still those parts as well that I'm abandoning by just saying things, even though I don't feel like them in my body. Like embodiment is 100% in authenticity. Like one of my highest values is authenticity and truth. This is what I'm standing for. Like this is what means the world to me, you know, to me in my, in my value system, in my guiding system, because that's what values are. It is number one. And I wasn't living up to the truth. And I'm honestly still learning how to fully 100% in every single given moment live up to my truth and live up to my authentic expression. And authentic expression just means that I'm 100% showing and being what I feel in my body unapologetically. Like unapologetically, like it's nothing against you. It's just here, you know, it's just what I'm feeling. And it can't come from childhood. It can come from whatever, you know, but it's here. And I, I'm sorry, but it's what I'm feeling. <laughs> and the universe gave me like Ryan. <laughs> it's like the dream man <laughs> from, for what I understand of a dream man, like who is as disciplined as I am, who is as empathetic as I am, as much caring about others as I am. And then me having this ideology in my mind and then having to find the courage and the strength to speak up for myself but not just towards him but to everyone in this community and it is just a journey still like which I'm really as well learning for myself to to in every moment and not swallowing it down like it did in the past and that's the abandonment of myself that I had what I mean with that is like um what I mean with that is like for example, I had a moment the other day and I haven't told that person actually where I had a sleepover with one of my, my girlfriends here and she came a tiny bit late because she was in her spa night and it's beautiful but we didn't have time to do what we actually wanted to do and I saw myself being really triggered about that but then again I came in this com compassion spiral and that's just what I do, you know. People are doing something which inside of me is creating a trigger and instead of verbalizing that trigger and I there are thousands moments where I could tell you this 
I'm not confronting that person, but I come in empathy with the other person. I'm like, yeah, well, she had that spar night and I understand and like she didn't meant that. And it's like, it's not about that she meant it or it's not. It's just like it triggered me and it's not authentic if I push it down. With that, I am suppressing one of my emotions that is just here right now, telling me something about myself, telling me something. And it's like, it's a real challenge to like speak that up in every fucking given moment. And I'm really learning that as well to do that in a nice well and not in a passive aggressive way because I had that as well in the morning with Ryan the other day where I just felt like I was cooking breakfast every morning and I was like just dropping a really naughty comment and just instead of just stepping up to him you know and not letting it come to that point where it's bottling up so much and it's like really just I feel like I'm fine-tuning here right now and it's not just about the big pieces where like oh you really like no this is a big no but it's about every single moment even regardless of how small that is that I'm not pushing myself away that I'm not abandoning myself but that I'm really I'm like no I am sorry like this is what it triggered and it has nothing to do with you because it never has to do with the other person the other person is just a mirror just a reflection for your own beautiful self for something an experience that you had in childhood that you attracted in childhood for an emotion that hasn't been resolved and it's not going to resolve if you constantly push it down without allowing it to be expressed you know even by yourself that's what I'm learning right now. That's the journey that I'm on right now. That's an intense one. <laughs> it feels like it's a never ending one. It feels like all of that is coming at the same time. And I'm just like, you know, like really taking a breather. But in the same time, it is, it's beyond beautiful. And it's like really learning to step up for yourself. And it feels so good. And it's that grounding that I was always seeking because everyone who met me on my, um, mentors or my shamans and whatever they always said that I'm having a weak root chakra and that is it I have not created stability within myself and stability means that I am myself unapologetically and I love myself unapologetically unapologetically I love myself unconditionally <laughs> And only if I love myself unconditionally, I can truly love others unconditionally because we do not help anyone if we fucking please them. Let's just put it down on the table. We do really not help them in their personal self-development if we take responsibility for someone else's emotions. And by just creating this codependency, we want to have an interdependency, which means like we're not, we're loving ourselves enough to ask for health, help when we need it, but we are well have the knowingness that we can be there for ourselves and we can be this beautiful, strong, masculine energy that holds our feminine vulnerability and lets that emotion come out to expression because only then we're coming into unity within ourselves and we're creating this oneness, which we are all so much longing for, like this wholeness, this completion within so it's a journey, a journey of um, learning how to communicate even with yourself because that's the point, you know, like you're always empathizing so much with others. But when are you empathizing with yourself or I was like, oh, always, it's like always I had understanding for everyone out there, for everyone. I always understood, like regardless of what they did to me, oh, I understood and it was not their fault and they, you know, oh, like poor thing and like, but I don't help them. I disempower someone with seeing them like that I really do and I disempower myself as well 
because when am I truly bringing empathy towards myself in a sense of like, wow, but what is with me? How do I feel like that? And I haven't done that. And I'm still, like, I haven't done that in an extent that it was going even in the finest corners and the smallest edges of my being. But I just did it with the points where I was like so clear, like, no, like not that, like no way. And now it's going even in the smallest edges of my being where I'm like, no, I'm not taking that anymore. I'm not going to abandon myself. Like, this is what I stand for. This is who I am. Take it or leave it. Like, literally, like, I'm not scared anymore if someone leaves me just because they can't stand me doing me. Like, then you're not my frequency. You're not my vibe. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so it is. <laughs> it is what it is. I can't change it. <laughs> Would I love you to be there? Yes, of course. But if you don't feel it, you don't feel it. Like, <laughs> take it. Go somewhere else. Like, <laughs> it's okay. And just, just that. Just that, like really having this strong, unconditional love towards yourself. And it feels so empowering to be vulnerable and to speak your truth in every given moment, even though it's a practice and it feels scared because as I said in the other podcast episode as well, when we were just children, you know, and we came up to mom, we came up to dad and we were speaking our truth and we got shushed down by just like, ah, oh, this is not that intense. Like, don't scream that loud. Like nothing happened, you know, just like getting pushed down or like being told like, you can't do that in public. You can't say that. You can't verbalize that or all of that. And there are multiple moments which are just coming in my head and my, my childhood that are bringing that up. We really learned to like just oh, you can't verbalize yourself. You can't verbalize what you really feel. You can't verbalize how you really explore your world or experience your world. So you just shut it down and you drink it down and you smoke it down, whatever you did, you know, to make yourself feel good about yourself. <sighs> I think you're up to date now. Ah, woo! Yeah, so, but between all this chaos, <laughs> actually, <laughs> all this chaos, which is beautiful because all chaos is going to come in order. It's, it's so magical. Like, uh, I'm just, by now, I'm really in love with life and I'm in love with every single moment, regardless of chaotic it is. And even those intense, weird, fiery emotions, they are just like, They're so magical. They're true magic. It's, it's insane. It's really insane. It's like if you experience it and you just see the beauty of it, you see the beauty and you're like, ah. Ah. and between all of that, somehow it came, it came all together that I'm giving my first own retreat. So this is happening too. And I'm beyond excited. And I have my first participants as participants as well. So the retreat is going to happen for sure and it's going to be a four-day retreat and we're going to start at midday and we're going to go until midday for four days. We're full, full, two full intense day of immersion and I can't believe actually that that just happened naturally and organically too. It just came to me. I wasn't really looking for it, but I got offered it and it just found me perfectly and that, that's the next thing which I just want to feel like sharing as well. Like I feel like at this stage in my life, I really started to give up control and I'm not trying to control anything in my life anymore, but I'm just following my highest excitement and every given moment, I'm stepping into my inner trust and learning again that I'm being looked after and that I do only have to be in my true frequency in 
the trueness of that I am and everything that is meant to be will find me and it will come to me naturally without me having to put in a thousand percent of effort but it's just gonna I just gonna attract it and it happened so yeah I'm giving my first retreat it's called reconnect and it is all about that just how can I connect to my true nature how can I be my true nature how can I learn to live authentically how can yoga and meditation and breath work and ecstatic dance help me of bringing my truth to expression for nobody else but just myself and with that the more I love myself the more and stronger I show up for myself the more I can give that to others because what I give out is what I get back so that is something so important and if you embody those things it's naturally that you're going to give them out you it's it's your nature there's nothing else that you can give out than love than your unconditional love which is just presence and presence means like you allow everything that is there to be there without attachment without holding on to it but just letting it be there as long as it wants to be there as long as it needs to be felt as long as it needs to be expressed and you are just grateful for every single moment and you are not having the desire to be anywhere else than where you are right now Whew, what a wild wild journey i'm gonna cut it here so if at any point you feel like you have any questions towards me or there you feel like there's something that you would want to know just please always feel free to reach out to me. I'm so happy to help and assist and answer whatever is on your heart or mind. Even if you have a desire or hold a desire for a next podcast or you're like, oh, Laura, can you talk about this? Yeah, I can. If I feel it and if it's exciting me, I will talk about it. With that said, my friends, just felt in myself and saw if there was anything left but I feel pretty clear about it. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna end this. So we took in a lot of information this time just about my life, but I hope you found some nuggets as well for yourself. Close your eyes and allow yourself once more to just fully drop in your body, taking a deep breath in your belly, rising up to your chest and your throat. And letting it all go going once more deep breath in your belly up your chest and your throat and letting it all go and because it was so much fun let's go for one more time deep breath in your belly feeling your belly rise your chest rise your throat letting it all go surrendering to the present moment Hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. Stay tuned, my friends. I have a few guests which I'm actually invited for the next couple of um, Rising with Love podcast episodes. So it's something to really look forward for. I am I'm particularly excited about those guests. So hope you're doing fine. I wish you a beautiful rest of your day. And may you be blessed. May you be happy. May you be free. And may you be healthy. I love you. So much love to you, my friends. And kisses. Bye-bye. <laughs>